0: Yo, yo, what is good everybody? Couple minutes late, but we're in the house, man. What is going on? We got a hundred people in the chat. Welcome on in. Philly take with RB. Run it back, Philly. RB DJ Eastwood. Hope everybody is having a good day. Today we are back. We are going to be reacting live to Daryl Mori's comments on the Mikey Miss show today. Just a disclaimer: neither of us have heard it yet. So, I'm I've been waiting for this all day. I'm super excited, DJ. What's going on, man?
1: What's good, man? Uh, we're not late. Everybody's just early. Uh, there you go. yeah. Run it back. No frauds. No fanboys. No intros. You know the deal. Um, hey,
0: at least we showed up, right? Unlike uh, other uh, people. <laughs> ex-
1: <laughs> uh, I'm nervous about this, and but I like that it's on the Mike Missinelli show because Mike is just absolutely not afraid to ask people direct questions uh you know what i mean i heard the guy argue with doc rivers flat out on the radio so here we go man let's hear it
0: yeah um and i remember i I don't know if you were on youtube or if you had if that was during the period where you were off but i had made i'd done a live stream last time by the way we are going to take some live callers hopefully we just saw that this interview is uh 25 minutes so (laughs) i mean i don't know what to expect here to be honest um 25 minutes is a long time, so.
1: It is pretty long time.
0: We are going to see what happens, but, um, yeah, we're going to try to take some caller reactions after. But, I, anyway, I did a live stream last time, and, uh, you know, it's just crazy how far we've come in a couple of months. Like, last time we were talking about Daryl Morey he was sitting here saying, we're willing to wait four years for this thing to go on. Um, As I am excited for this, and I want to get your thoughts on this before we start. Like, I'm also kind of nervous, like you said. Like, I really hope, like, first off, let's take it back a step. What is the reason? Because I've been thinking about this long and hard today. Like, this man decides to come on the radio three <laughs> weeks before the trade deadline. Three weeks. Like, there has to be a purpose. And by the way, I'm sorry if I ignored you on Twitter today. I have not checked Twitter in, like, five hours. I've purposely ignored you. I'm sure DJ's done the same. We've we tried to stay away at all costs from hearing anything about this. So, that was successful, yes. but anyway, what do you think? like what is why is he coming on the radio today?
1: I didn't think about it like that, and that's a good point. That's a really good point because if if he was willing to let this pass the trade deadline, uh he just wouldn't say anything. He'd be like, nope, I don't like any of the trade offers. I'm just gonna chill and we're not doing this. uh so there's definitely a reason he probably wants to put it out publicly that um he still doesn't think the offers are good enough. He still wants to put it out publicly that Ben Simmons has a bunch of value and everyone should love him. And every team should there's a reason for this. So I I just can't see it going past the trade deadline. I think this is just another thing that he's using to try to get as much as he can
0: before the clock hits zero. I would hope the same. look, I would hope the same. The only thing I'm nervous about is like, what if he just comes out? And I have a feeling he's going to do this in some part because obviously he can't, you know, just say like this, this, and that, but like what if he just comes out and he's like, nah, we're not trading them. Uh, we're just going to do our thing. I really hope not, because I feel like we have reversed roles a little bit. Like I used to be the one. All right, push. Let's wait. Let's wait. We're going to get a star. Now I'm a little bit worried. We're three weeks away. Like if we don't make a trade in three weeks, this franchise is going to be in, victory, right. in my opinion.
1: And I could probably guess some of the things that Mike is going to ask him. And I can't wait to hear the answers. I know he's gonna. I know he's gonna tell him, "Hey, Joel Embiid's playing at MVP level. Do you feel like you have to help him right now?" You know what I mean. I know he's yeah. gonna ask him that. So
0: yeah. I am fired up, man. Two hundred in the chat, wherever you guys are watching, man, hit the like button for us. Help push this content around. You, we know you've been waiting all day, man. Hit the subscribe wherever you're watching. Philly take with RB running back. Philly, check out the channels. Give us some thoughts in the chat. We're gonna try not to look at it too much for now. Um. But yeah, man, Mike, Missinelli, Daryl Morey commenting, I'm guessing, about two five trade rumors. So hold up. Let's go. Hold up. We got to add. We got to add.
1: We got a we got to what?
0: An ad. Oh, <laughs> Not playing the ad. All right. 25 minutes. I don't know if we're, if, if he's talking about two five for 25 straight minutes, like <laughs> we might, we may as well write a book. All right. Let's go
2: monster win last night and it was a monster win because of one guy just played out of his mind and exhibited every skill that he has uh in his sack and uh that was Joel Embiid with 50 points
0: in, in- by the way can you hear it yeah
1: All why right. do you say sack like that All right, anyway
2: pause <laughs> in 27 minutes <laughs> and he showed you a variety he showed you power he showed you uh Dirk he showed you handling the basketball.
0: He showed you step back. By the way, we're we're not gonna try to pause it too much, but we will have. I'm sure we'll have to break some of this down. I, I love how Mikey missed just started off on Joel and Bean, and then he's just gonna jump right into it. You know, like oh, yeah, it's yeah. one of the warm up questions. Then he Freeze. gets right into it. <laughs> it's just <laughs> an amazing performance, and so it's led us today to talk
2: about, uh, or at least bring up a conversation. Can can one guy take this uh, team to, to greater heights than we originally thought? And uh, to get some insight on that and many other things, we are now joined by the president of basketball operations, Philadelphia 76ers, Daryl Morey. Hello, Daryl. Hey, Mike.
3: Thanks
2: for having me on. Thanks Take for care. thanks for being on. Now, let's first start uh, with, with the Embiid factor and what he did last night, and, and you're watching the the, the performance. Uh, and so, what a performance like that wows all of us, but it also triggers some more questions about the future, of the season down the line. So, first of all, what what is your reaction when you're watching that guy do that last night?
3: I mean, it was mind mind bending. Uh, it's so special, and I loved every obviously every minute of it. I'm glad that you know that uh, we had set this up, and it happened after that performance because I think, look, you know. As a Philadelphia 76ers, your fans out there, and 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 myself, uh, you just got to realize how we're in a special time, and we all do. Take a step back and just say, "This is, you know, uh, we're we're all seeing greatness, uh, and in in a person who's a great person as well." And you know, it's special. It makes all of us at the Sixers organization who get up every morning and say, "Look, how can how can we win a championship?" and Obviously, we'd be winning it for not just Joel, but the city and the fans and everybody. Uh, but you, 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 it feels like an extra responsibility when you have someone uh, playing this great uh, to make sure we, we do the right things.
2: And and so the urgency to win a championship is there. Now, let's try to put this in perspective. The conventional wisdom, and, and I'm assuming that even inside your building, is that maybe you're just a little short
0: to winning a conference and playing for an NBA title? Here we go, way short. Here we go. I, I knew. See, I knew he was going to ask that warm-up question, and then he's just going to dive right into it. Uh, yo, how about that? We didn't even get to talk about it. How about that fifty burger last night? Joel is insane, man. Unbelievable, crazy. Get him some help, man. Let's go. Title. But um, when you look at uh, how one
2: guy can carry a team. Have, have you looked at it like, you know what? It, without a deal, we could still be in this. What What, what is the truth that you guys are, uh, are uh, uh, going over right now with your team? If you have more than
0: $10,000. 000- and, of course, we get an ad.
3: <laughs> they
0: probably have, like, 50 ads on this thing. Oh, yeah. 25 minutes. I think,
3: look, the best way to, like, get a sense of that is to look at NBA history. And I'm a student of NBA history. I know Doc is... <laughs> even better than me uh elton brand was a great player as well and you know look it it has happened that someone playing as well as Embiid uh has won the title so i do absolutely believe that this team even without any changes has a chance <laughs> it's not as good as chance as any of us want like we want when, when to did that chance. we want to improve both every day in practice but also in my job in figuring out how to how to maybe add to the team in a way that uh, it really improves uh, what's happening around what's happening around Joel and Tobias and, and our other our other great players. So. You know, he...
1: Oh. oh, he had to put Tobias like, what's happening around Joel and Tobias. Like, come on, bro. You're not serious. You're trying to trade Tobias as much as you're trying to trade.
0: Ben. <laughs> I really hope this whole 20 minutes is not just him saying like how great this team is this team is can win right now come on daryl please give us some hope bro i know you can't just come out and blatantly say it, but come on man. come on man
4: said, yeah, why don't NBA, you have ad blocker in the chat
0: why don't i have an ad blocker uh you, good question Um <laughs> youtube premium gotta get on it
3: for sure we have a chance i mean you can literally go to vegas and bet on it right now so you can calculate it it's it's a real chance it's not where i like to be i like to be, be at least in the top five in the league we're just outside of that uh but we also have a chance and we know how special that is all right
0: let's uh, talk about the other side now too do you think do you think there's a chance like he came on the radio to like just put his foot down again and like try to scare rich paul and be like yeah you know we're just gonna stand on our ground pretty much like you better get back here and do something uh
1: if if that's what he's trying to do uh, and doc rivers i think it's stupid because ben's not playing man ben will literally retire forever and go do something else before he comes back to philly so if they're still actually trying to scare him back into playing it's not gonna work yeah come on man come on enhance
2: your chances and what you've been trying to do all year long with this whole thing um is your phone ringing extra these days, and are you using it more as we get closer to the trading deadline? Or, or is this really an active situation that there's going to be a deal made?
3: I would say there's a lot of chatter around the league, whether it's a deal with us or between multiple teams. There's a lot of frustrated teams out there. I would put us in the frustrated camp in that, you know, we don't have our whole team. We do have a big you know, chunk of our, of our, you know, pretty, pretty constrained salary that we can pay to players not playing. And so that's, that's very frustrating. So I think we're we're in that. Then there's teams that are frustrated because they're losing or not quite as good as they thought they would be. And that's creating a lot of chatter. So I I do think there's going to be a lot of movement around this February deadline. And, uh, you know, if something makes sense for the Sixers, obviously we're going to, we're going to do that.
2: Would you say right now that uh, and I, I mean you got this all figured out that there's more of a likelihood at the trading deadline that you would make a deal or in the off season? Good question.
3: Well, I think we're just talking like any sort of trade. I do think the odds are that we'll probably I, I like any year you have a chance. Last year we made a trade at the deadline that didn't quite work. Um, but you know, generally historically you know, I've you know I've personally had a good track record on bringing folks in at the trade deadline. Um, so, regardless if it's the sort of the big trade, you know, involving Ben that people are expecting, or something we would like to add to this team, it's just
0: <laughs> so he's just he's just gonna come out here and be straight with us. Like, I'm trying to actively make a move. Is that it, yeah. like is that? what you're getting? Like that's what I'm getting so far.
1: Yeah, the fact that he even said Ben like like okay. Yeah. But you're admitting that you're that we love him and we want him to play. No, yeah. you're admitting that you're trading him.
0: The other last time he literally wouldn't even answer any questions. At least he just came right out and literally said his name. That's crazy.
3: So obviously the Ben deal, you know, takes on takes on more significance. That's the deal. I think what what everyone sees what happening with Joel and how special that is and all of our reaction our emotional reaction including mine is like we have got to do whatever we can to help him and that reaction is correct but I think it's the initial reaction that that means that we should just get the best thing possible in February uh, I think that leads you to a bad place it's precisely because Joel is playing so amazing that this this deal has to be the one that addresses our needs, addresses our defense, which isn't playoff good enough at this point. Addresses our rebounding, which isn't. Agree with Agree with that, agree with that too. Our, uh, our playmaking, as Doc said, very important that we in- improve that. Uh, it's important we improve our transition. We have actually a lot of things we need to improve, and anyone who watched who's watched a lot of NBA basketball throughout history knows. That you cannot do that across multiple players. It just doesn't work. They can't all play. And and as we add players, it means that really good, solid players like we have, like a Tybal, um, or Tybal. as an Don't example, yeah, you know, they just play left or a Maxi play left. Uh, it, it really is important <laughs> that the player we add to Joel, if we really want to take our odds <sighs> from wherever they're at right now to something. Materially higher, it has to come back in an impact player. If we do it, and 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 76ers fans should know that better than any. Like, you know, past great players have been traded for multiple players, and it didn't work out very well. Uh, the only player that's remembered in the in the Charles Barkley trade <laughs> is because they're a head coach in the league or a prominent coach in the league now. Um, if you trade one of these great players for multiple, it does not move your championship odds enough to make a difference it might take us from where we're at now to a little bit better but it's very slightly better and we want to for joel we have to make sure we get this right and that we move ourselves into a higher tier of championship uh ability
0: what are you thinking right now (laughs) It's, it's a lot to digest really like i'm surprised he's being this open about it
1: no, but. this this is starting to make me think. All of those, like, we'll take we'll take uh your whole team and seven first round draft picks. that he's actually being serious because he's saying he's comparing this to like James Harden or somebody else, a superstar getting traded for multiple players, and it not being as good. Daryl Ben Simmons is not a superstar. <laughs> he's not. When is he gonna? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the part that got me was when he said, um you know, moving one for two or three is, is not making us better. Like, yeah, it is Daryl, especially when the one isn't even playing. And you just said, you just said constrained salary. Like, come on, man.
3: And
1: he's talking about, you have to get an impact player back. There's no, you're not getting a superstar impact player. I agree, but you're not getting a superstar.
0: Yeah. He's probably gotten honestly, like a handful of offers just said, no, 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 thanks
3: in the championship and not just nudge ourselves from having the seventh-best chance to maybe the sixth-best chance in the league. It just doesn't make sense.
2: I, I get, And you've said this all along. You have to get a star player in, in return for, for Ben Simmons. Now, I guess what I'm asking you is the value for that star player, is it more at the trading deadline, in your experience, or would it be in the offseason? And if it's the off season, how do you then tell your fans that you basically burned a,
0: a season – to wait for a better deal. We're about to hit an ad, yo. I just want to make a point about that. I want to get your thoughts for uh, real quick. All this talk, like everybody wanting to wait until the off season. And chat, let us know. Shout out, we got three hundred fifty in here, man.
1: Swipe like, a cam, what's up?
0: Yeah, let All me right, let me know. Like, if we wait until the off season, like the value's not going to get any better. Like, I don't understand that ideology about it. Like the the guy's not playing. How is his value just going to like? We said that six months ago. That his value is going to be oh so great at the deadline, and here we are, you know. Like I don't, I don't understand that methodology.
1: I think he's thinking that like some superstar players are going to be more available in the off season. That's that's the main thing. That's what just what he said off the beginning of this interview tells me that he's not trading Ben Simmons at the trade deadline because he doesn't think there's good enough players available right now.
0: I hope I hope he does. Let's see what happens.
3: Well, first off, it's whenever it comes. Right, because here's you always have to compare your question, which is a good one, to the alternative. So let's say we don't make a big move at this deadline, which has a very good chance of happening. Right? The compare.
0: Did he just say a very big chance of it happening? <laughs> wait, wait, what? Well, at at the trade it? deadline? Yeah, hold on. Let me let me rewind it. I'm I'm making sure I'm catching everything. Here.
3: This Deadline, which has a very good. So let's say we don't make a big move at this deadline, which has a very good chance of happening. Right? <laughs> That's it. I'll see you guys later.
1: I'm going to the bar. I'm, the bar. I'm out. I'm out.
0: <laughs> I look. I told you. I'm. I'm getting worried about it. and like I think. Let's just let's just keep yeah. listening to <laughs>
1: How much, how much whiskey you guys got over there? Because I'm going to need a lot of it.
0: It's just crazy because he keeps talking about the fact that we need to do everything in our power to get – like, he's a fan of the game. We always say that. Like, he's not just a GM. He's a actual fan. Like, come on, Daryl. You got to see this, man. Come on. The comparison is to
3: our where we're sitting right now. We are actually sitting on a solid chance to win the championship with how well Joe is playing <laughs> – how well Doc oh, is coaching, how well the players are playing around him, we have a solid chance. Uh, all If all the trades at the February deadline only help us in a very marginal way, what we've done is not really helped their chance this year. We just feel better about ourselves because there's a couple names that people maybe recognize, and we're like, oh, this is exciting. we got a couple He's talking about
0: the Kings, bro. <laughs> Dude, I, I get what he's saying, but it's like – we're at a point now where we said this five months ago, like he's going to have value. Teams are going to be, you know, gauged. We're going to get a star. There's no stars available. You're telling me his value just oh. going to magically pop up in the off offseason? The, he the, the
1: way that he just said that there's a couple of names that people think sound good. Like he's like, he oh, Tyrese Halliburton. I don't want that guy. Darren Fox. Get out of here. Buddy healed. Nah, I don't want him. Like Dude. he's not phased by anyone. <laughs>
0: This is crazy, man. Duncan with the five dollar super chat. Thank you, my man. Trade Ben Small B. Just do it. I agree. And
1: and he he said with how well Doc is coaching and everything, we have a good chance. But 30 seconds ago, he listed all the problems with this team. We have bad transition defense, our benches
0: and like what? My, my see, like I was on the same wavelength as a month ago when I thought a star might request out. Hopefully we can pull one, but it just doesn't seem like there's a lot of action. So, like, you can't – there is no way possible that you can let this go past with how Embiid is playing, man. I do – but he thinks we can win the championship. He just said it. So
1: uh, I, I see it in the chat, though. Maybe he's doing this on the radio publicly just to fleece the Kings.
0: or Just or to, to be like, Rich I'm not ball. impressed. Or to scare Rich Paul, but who knows, man. That's a good idea, too, honestly. Shout out to Duncan. Appreciate you becoming a channel member. Let's go back.
3: We have our place. And now we no longer have that ability to, to get an impact player later. This is literally our way to pair Joel with Tobias and another impact player to give ourselves a real chance to win.
0: I don't know if I heard that right, but did he just say that, like, we're trying to get another pl- – like, I feel like he's just being so open about it now. He's like, yeah, we're trying to get Toby and Joel with another impact player. Like, it's yeah, just, I mean, it's just yeah. out there now.
1: Yeah, they're not hiding anymore. They know they're trading Ben Simmons. Like, Doc's the only one lying every day. I, I still hope he comes back in the bottom of my heart.
0: I mean, this was the same guy, though, months ago who said he was willing to wait four years. Maybe he's getting a little bit impatient, you know?
3: Who knows? Um, And if we just do a marginal trade that's mostly sideways, because we'll all feel better that there are names playing on the court, well, that will hurt Joel – that will hurt the 76ers, that will hurt our whole roster in the long run more than uh, if we're patient. Yeah, so, I, listen, I, that makes
2: a lot of sense, but uh, fans will look at it differently. Fans will go, uh, well, you, you burned away a season. Maybe the players you could have gotten would have uh, helped you this year. So how can well, you expect my us to...
3: My, my, my point is that our best alternative to to doing a trade also burns away the season. If they think we're burning the season away without trading Ben we are all we're not only burning this season away if we trade Ben for something that makes everyone feel good we're also burning away all the other Because <laughs> so like, we're burning way more by doing a marginal trade than if we are patient we have a solid chance this year and then we also have the ability to win more in the future as well all right, I, so I, my point is like yeah, trade got or it. no trade,
0: Yeah, we're burning away. what Whatever they view as burning away is being burned. Yeah, I've never heard a GM talk like this before. He talks like just
1: a regular dude. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if we trade it for
0: something, that makes everyone feel good. This guy thinks he's like <laughs> five steps ahead of us all. Maybe he is, man.
3: <laughs> burned away. Uh, okay,
2: so you're know. saying even if you make a, a less than stellar deal, that's going to hurt you even worse.
3: Yeah, and I don't the labels like Stellar and things like none of that matters to me. None of that matters to anybody. We're not looking for a Stellar deal. We're not looking for. We are looking for a deal that makes us a championship contender in the top two or three in the league of winning the title. Those are the teams that win, right? So we get not, it, man! Like if we do a deal that takes us from the eighth best chance to win the championship to seventh, you know you're looking at like a half a percent better, and everyone feels better because Ben Simmons, who people you know walked on uh people will feel better that that name is no longer there but our odds haven't changed much at all and now we've not only burned away this season we burned away our future as well
0: we're talking to darren Morey, the president he's got a point though but at the same time it's like how is his value going to get better like isn't it only going down what do you say i
1: mean he does have a point that yeah if you make a trade that doesn't make you substantially better than yeah you're just wasting the season and wasting the opportunity at a better offer in the offseason which makes me which literally he's not trading him at the trade deadline that's it that's just all there is to it he's not because he doesn't want to pass up a chance on james harden in the offseason or or dame or beal or anyone
0: that's just a reach though at this point like we said that before the season we said at the deadline dame beal harden like
1: he, he's not trading him for any of those Kings players. He just flat out said, I don't care about any of those guys. None of those guys are important.
0: <laughs> this is frustrating, man. GB with the $10 donation. Thank you, man. All Daryl has ever done as a GM is trade for James Harden. And all he wants to do as Philly's GM is trade for James Harden. Way to think outside the box, Daryl. I don't think that's the only thing he's ever done. But I do agree that he does have an infatuation for James Harden. But my he thing He also
1: is, tried some odd heard. pairings.
0: Yeah. He has tried that before. I agree. So my question to you then is why would why would James Harden want to opt out of, what, $44 million and then sign with the Sixers? The Nets aren't going to trade James Harden at the deadline. They're at the top of the conference. Like, why would he opt out and come here?
1: I have no idea. No idea at all. But also what, what Daryl did in Houston he was obsessed with big names and he went from yep. trying to pair chris paul and james harden to pairing uh russell westbrook and james harden and he's he did exactly what he just said in this interview i'm not trading his. i'm not bringing a bunch of no names around i need to say like i think he's too obsessed with big names when you could put a lot more solid role players around Joel Embiid, and yeah you know have a better chance if he thinks we have a chance to win now
0: yeah which, I, like you've said before, like I know he wants to win a chip. That's his number one thing. Like He never has. But I, I also think he has put together some pretty good like teams in terms of role players as well in Houston. Like, that yeah, team is right. not far off as well. So I don't know, man. I, I'm really hoping he has a plan. We got almost 500 in here, guys. Please hit the like, subscribe. I see you guys. Some of you guys are impatient. Look, we can't play everything at one time unless we want to get copyrighted and then booted off the stream. So. Yeah. And it's
1: uh, and it's, uh, it's DJ Eastwood and RB's reactions to the interview. I mean, it, you know, exactly. if you want to go listen to the interview, go listen to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, link, links in the bio, man. We're almost halfway through. And this has been a lot of, even though, you know, we're excited, frustrated, like this is still some good stuff. Like we got to break it down, man. It's what we do here on the channel.
1: Yeah, but, It's not often you get, it's not often you get the president, you know, Daryl Morey in a radio interview. So right. three, three weeks
0: before the trade deadline, like this is huge, man. Shout out to everybody, though, all the members. Key, what's going on? All right, let's get back to it.
2: Basketball operations. Daryl. I got to ask you about this because it's out there now. Uh, and this rumor deal with Sacramento, there's a lot of names being thrown about. It's not a star caliber player in the deal that you would get back. Uh, it's Hill, Halliburton, Barnes, two first-round picks, and you'd be giving up Simmons, Harrison, thigh is, is that the type of deal that
0: makes sense to you? Hold on, we got to add. Yeah, he really just came out with the trade offer, too, from the Oracle. <laughs> yeah, he straight put it out there. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Mike's doing a good job on this. He's doing a real good job. All right, let's see.
3: So first, I have to express some empathy with Philadelphia 76ers fans who are hungry for news. So they are they have nothing else to do than debate possible deals. Uh, and I can just tell you. <laughs> how's
1: he
0: going to insult us like that, man? We have nothing else to do. You're right. We have nothing else to do because we're watching a wash and you guys don't up, have a life. life
1: you guys don't have a life you sit on instagram making fake yeah. trades all day i'm daryl Mori.
0: what are the chances daryl has a burner account he has to right it would only be right he doesn't
1: have anything to do what does he do <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's gotta have a burner man he has to oh Darren, definitely 100%. With the ten dollar donation what's up aaron appreciate it says i get what he's saying though if we get role players and we lose, we have no trade assets left. I'm not sure blowing a season of prime Joel is worth the risk. I agree with that 100%. Now, all I'm saying is, like, get it through your heads. 2-5 is not coming back to this team. So how is his value going to increase six months down the road? Like, we can't just keep – then we'll say, oh, the next six months, we're going to wait and hope. Like, we – Joel, yeah, was I mean, in his prime, man. Like, I'm when
1: pretty did, sure he could have had – C.J. McCollum and Anthony Simons yeah, a while ago. So that it's the other side. Like, if you keep passing things up and then you get in the offseason and there's nothing better, now you gave up all these options.
0: Exactly. And I get, like, oh, if he came off a hot stretch and he st- – but the last image we have is this man completely folding like a tent and then leaving the team for six months. So, I mean, it's just rough, man. <laughs> anyway, we, we shouldn't be wasting our time, man. We're watching MVP in his prime, but we we try to get we get washed up in news. Cornadero,
3: for a fact that these things that are tweeted out,
0: reported, uh, there's in the chat. really only
3: one reliable reporter I know about. But they have we have nothing better to do, I think, and I don't and I don't blame them than debate, you know, fake trade rumors and deals. But people get and it's very frustrating yeah. for me, and I'm sure it's frustrating for fans too. I mean, we had we had a trade debated. It might even be this
0: one. Why are you even listening to it, though? Like, He the- probably watches
1: our YouTube channels. I guarantee he searches <laughs> Sixers on YouTube. You search Sixers on YouTube, me and you are right there. I know he watches us. He's probably like, these idiots think I would take that trade package.
0: He's talking like a fan. It's hilarious, man. Real quick, <laughs> Kenny Smith with a $10 donation. Appreciate it. Shout out to all 505 in the chat, man. Wherever you guys are watching, hit that like and subscribe. Kenny the Jet. Smith says that King's deal is just perfect. Why not take it? Those players could be ones move to get a star. I don't see Simmons getting us a star in return. He's not. You're you're right, Kenny. And I think DJ would agree with that as well. It's just not happening. And at some point, we're going to have to assess, like, do we just keep on waiting and hope for the best and, you know, cut ties much or, or what's going to happen? So we got There's to create that space, man. There's a reason
1: Matisse Dival was a part of that rumor. You know, teams want. Yeah. Value.
0: Do you know how constrained we were this past off season? Like our best signing was Furcon Korkmaz and George Niang, and they were a combined eight million to the cap. We just had no room at all. So
1: Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Meanwhile, teams like Washington Wizards added the whole squad. Yep.
3: That was tweeted out by Ball Sex Sports. I mean, like, people were treating that like it was a real thing. I think that was yesterday. <laughs> so, so, like, I, I'm, I'm important to the get to attached to ball sack sports.
1: Bro, oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yo, whoever made the ball sack sports page, you are a living legend. You just got the president of the team to say ball
0: sack on the radio. man.
1: Yo. That's an unbelievable troll. That is the troll of all trolls.
0: Is he, wow, is that like a Sacramento Kings page?
1: For those that don't know, there's a fake Twitter page called okay. or a or fake something that puts out sports articles, and it's called Ballsack Sports, and they put out like fake trays that look real, and a bunch of people
0: retweet it, but it says Ballsack Sports at the top. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. I thought he, I yeah. th- actually thought that'd be like for like a Sacramento uh, page or something like.
1: No, it's literally a troll Twitter account that that'll put out a whole a whole like trade scenario, and it's like breaking news. So and so, and people retweet the hell out of it, and then you look at the top, and you're like, "Wait a minute, that can't be real." It says Ball Sack Sports.
0: Daryl definitely has a burner account. There's no doubt in my mind, dude. Like,
1: wow. he's little, oh, he does.
0: He's got a burner account.
1: Everybody has one. Every famous person has a burner. Account.
0: Shout out to Colangelo, man. All right, let's hear that again. That was hilarious. treating
3: that like it was a real thing. I think that was yesterday or two days ago. So, like, I, I'm, I'm able to not get to attached to both that and treat them seriously. I mean, that is what we're dealing with. And, look, we've had conversations with pretty much every team in the league about Ben. Uh, I can tell you for a fact that every nothing gotten into, at this point, into a range. And generally, they don't get into a range of a possible deal till you get closer to the deadline.
2: Yeah, I'm just um, I'm just asking you, that, hypothetically, whether that would be a deal that would be good enough.
3: So, I, now you have to tell me what cause it's completely he, made he,
2: up. Healed, Halliburton, tell me, Barnes.
3: Tell me your, tell me your up, made up deal. The deal is healed, yeah. healed,
2: Halliburton, Barnes, two first round picks. You would give up Simmons, Tobias, and Theibel. Does that make <laughs> sense to you? I mean, Without, does that, is that... I can't.
3: I, I will answer this as best I can. I okay. can't talk about a specific. I can tell you that for sure there are deals with the Sacramento Kings that I think would work. Uh, would work. Will those deals ever happen? I have no idea. Are they just straight deals with the Kings? Probably not. Is it multiple teams? Probably. Uh, but for sure there are deals that are possible that would go over our line. To your question earlier on, Joel, uh, I do think, with how great Joel is, our line has moved down a little bit. Like the how how much because Joel has lifted us into contention by his sheer will of greatness this year. That does push uh, the number of deals that we would do are more likely, if that makes any sense. It's okay. more likely that we can find ones that get us into that top few contention. Because,
0: hmm. what are you thinking? Uh-
1: Now I'm just thinking he's saying a little bit of everything. So he's not pinned to like one opinion. Cause now he's said literally two different things, basically. We're not doing it. Uh, unless it's a a high impact player. And now he's like, Joel's great. And there's a deal with the Kings that we, that would make sense that could (laughs) get us in. Like, that's just
0: what you said you wouldn't do. Yeah. Two minutes ago. And he just said, now there's more deals that will get us into contention. Like, I think he got caught up in the fandom a little bit too much, and he had to realize, like, yo, I'm on an interview right now. Like, wow, dude, this is I don't something. know what to believe. I can't believe he's being this open. He he was yeah. about to dive into that, like, yeah, I would take that King Street, when he was like, oh wait, <laughs> on the radio.
1: Watch his Watch it's like Daryl Morey fined fifty thousand dollars for tampering on the hey, radio or something.
0: I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> shout out to uh, carlos man with a five dollar super chat Appreciate his rb salute running back salute heard this earlier on mikey Miz. maury said a lot but nothing as far as this trade situation in my opinion well so far i've heard a lot about it um he's he, i mean he's trying to be open in my eyes but we'll see if he gets more into the specifics of it but shout out to carlos man um all right let's get back to it
3: because of how great joel is, is playing so we are sitting right now on a better chance of a trade that actually helps Joel and the Sixers and Tobias and our whole team. We, we There's a better chance one happens because of how great Joel is why,
2: why would that be? Why would that be a greater chance because of the way Joel's playing? Why would somebody be willing to give you something that you want only because Joel's playing better?
3: It's it's less about them. It's more about us. I'm basically acknowledging your initial question okay. earlier. Look, there's... there's we actually need to get an impact player, but... You know, there there's an impact player who has to be in the top thirty of the league because Joel's playing amazing and has lifted us into probably five percent plus title as just on his play, right? Now we might be able to do it with a top forty player who's a great fit. Oh, okay, does that make I sense? You. Yeah, okay. We I might you. be able to do it with, you know, it opens up possibility, or we could do it where we do it trade. We do it trade. Talk about Darren Fox. It helps the team. It's a better fit. And maybe our future opportunities are still open because we get some draft picks as a, uh, as part of it. So it ups our odds enough this year. And we maybe have a draft pick or a young player who could help us into the future who might develop. A, like if we got like a player of the caliber of a maxi coming back, we might be able to say, okay, we got a really solid player who's maybe not in the top 30, but he's a little bit b- below that. Plus a solid young player who over Joel's prime, which we're sitting in might develop into that so it opens up more possibilities of deals
0: okay. that- he's got to be referencing like something specific here like he, he wouldn't he just with that off the top of his head
3: and he's definitely
1: not going to say and they take tobias harris contract on top of it so
0: <laughs> like I'm almost, I'm almost like blown away by how open he is right now like this is yeah, absolutely I don't, nuts
1: dude yeah i don't think i've ever heard an nba gm talk about yeah. trading players publicly on on the radio
0: i'm feeling a little bit better right now we still got like nine minutes to go duncan with the two dollars super chat says oh i know man it's rough we got to keep pushing through though gotta keep (laughs) through 505 in the chats man combined welcome on in first time by the way if you're just tuning in first time listening to this it's been great so far man
3: that makes sense all right Uh,
0: Let me
2: go back to the meeting you had with the agent for Ben Simmons, Rich Paul, last week. And by all all accounts, nothing really happened in that meeting. So, I got to ask you, what was the purpose of the meeting if if it wasn't meant to solicit any action? What were you expecting it to do?
3: Well, I think action comes from dialogue. And that meeting was really about getting the dialogue.
0: Hold on. We got an ad. And we got a super chat. Shout out to Aaron with the $5 Super Chat. Appreciate it. Says when he says young player of return, he means Halliburton. I mean, yeah, he was referencing like a similar package to what they were saying about the King. So I don't know, man. I don't know. He's got, he's got to be, there's no way he just came up with that off the top of his head. He's got to be talking about something.
3: To a better place. And that's continued. Uh, my conversations with Ben Simmons, you know, Rich Paul and his agents, Elton's conversations uh, are conversations, you know, with, I'm not going to get into specifics, but there's been more conversations with Ben directly. So there's been more conversations. I can tell you for sure that those conversations have not progressed. So you're a hundred percent with that. But as anyone knows, is dealing with a difficult situation, like we are, you don't make progress without first having a foundation of dialogue. And that's where we've gotten to. And we need to continue that. And hopefully those get somewhere we, we shall see
2: it, it, the notion is that if he came back and played it, it would help you guys foster a trade for him uh, it, it, is his agent on board with
3: that or not it's very hard for me to comment on the specific <laughs> conversations with with rich those are between us and um, yeah it's hard for me to hard for me to comment but look i think people can see all the different places where this could go um the, the the one thing we're in all agreement on is we would like a win-win trade, a uh, trade that helps the 76ers. Um, it's most likely going to help Ben in his mind of what his goals are, and we'd like to accomplish that by, by the February 10th deadline. Uh, if we don't, then I think this foundation of
0: dialogue we've established, we'll see. You said we would like to get that done by the February 10th trade deadline earlier it's not likely that it happens
1: (laughs) i don't know what to think man
0: why do we even do this
3: if that can help us you know work through things if there isn't a trade which still has a very good like trades are hard to do in this league it takes two right and that's that's again why i feel the fans frustration like just get a deal done well it takes two sides right it takes In this case, it's probably going to take three sides, it's probably going to take multiple teams, and whenever you're involving a big trade with multiple teams, the odds of those deals happening are just, are just low. And so I think, I feel the fan frustration, like they went through so much pain to get Joel Embiid a great player, to get Tobias Harris, to get Ben Simmons, to get this foundation that gave us a real chance last year which we sort of blew and should have at least gotten to the Eastern Conference Finals. if not farther. (laughs) Um, Still that frustration. I know it. They went through so much to get these players together and to have one of them say, I'd rather be somewhere else. That's, that sucks. That sucks for everybody. Um, And so, but it's important that we deal with reality and like try and maximize from here.
2: I want to ask you this question. Dang. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I I literally better never hear Doc Rivers say anything about Ben Simmons coming back here because Daryl's literally saying he doesn't want to be here. It's important for us to get the best deal possible for him.
0: Yeah, he's pretty much saying, like, I want this to be over with. Like, I feel the frustration, too. Yeah, that's, that's sort of blew. We sort of blew, the, blew that series. Yeah, OK. Yeah, he said we should have made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Exactly. It's about time somebody says it. It uh,
1: says uh, um
2: because now that you, you've had uh, all these months to digest this thing, how did this thing with Ben unravel out of control? It's the damnest thing I've ever seen in 30 years of covering sports in this city. Good question. So in looking back, now that you've had months past it, how do you believe it, it unraveled to this point?
3: It's very surprising to me and everybody. Um, I think everyone needs to look in the mirror. I look. I know I look at the mirror with myself. What could I have done better? Could I have um, established a better relationship with Ben? I would say yes. Everyone, I think, needs to look in the mirror and figure out how to do better because this is not a good situation. We're all responsible um, on all sides. And I can't really tell you. I mean, you know, you probably have to have Ben on himself to have him explain it to you. Um, I can't.
1: Ben's never, ever going to, ever going to tell the story. Oh my gosh. That'd be,
0: that was hilarious. Yeah. That's all I got to say. I really tell
3: you, like, it's obviously not something I understand, but it, it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what Ben thinks. It matters how he's looking at it. And this is how he's looking at it. And, you know, all we can do is, you know, work through that work with him and try to get where we have the best chance to win the championship. Um, but it, it, it's very surprising to me. I think, look, if you were to pull all 420 players in the league, I would say 370 of them would be dying to play for Joel Embiid and the
0: 76ers. Yeah, I agree. How long have we been saying this, man? Like this whole notion. Oh, nobody wants to play alongside Joel. It's a bunch of crap, dude.
1: It is. We haven't had, we haven't had cap space to sign a free agent. In right, how
3: long.
0: Right. Who doesn't want to play with the most dominant center in the league? Come on, man. Come on.
3: And the fact that we have a player who doesn't want to be on the 76ers is surprising to me, and it's frustrating, and I think <laughs> everyone has to take some responsibility, including myself, and you, you, for where we're at.
2: Listen, you've been around a lot of NBA players. As it's, it's the far as the narrative goes, it was triggered uh, by the hardened trade. He didn't like that. Uh, he, and then the, the comments by by Doc and Joel Embiid, is it, is it that simple that he, that he would go off because of that, or are we missing something?
3: I think there's been various reports of his issues. Um, I can't reveal what he's said to us privately. It's not fair to him, but he, he like, does it really matter the reasons? It's frustrating the reasons, but we just need to either correct those reasons, which so far we haven't been able to do, Or make a trade. Those are really our two options. And so far I get the fans' frustration that we've not accomplished either. We've neither addressed his concerns, uh, whether people agree with him or not. We it's it's our mutual job with them to address those concerns or or made a trade. We've done neither. That's frustrating. I get it. Um Is it beyond
2: is it beyond realism to think that he could ever play
0: for you again? gotta add we only got like two minutes left this is something dude (laughs) how are you feeling right now like what do you think about these comments about like i feel like he's like he said his issues whether people agree with them or not he's like we have to address them like
1: he's i mean he's being as honest as he can he's not going to get on the radio and say ben's a b word Um, you know what I mean? He's just not going to do that, but he might go home to his wife and be like, this MF and loser is still holding up my franchise. Like, You know what I mean? Like people are real behind closed doors. He's not going to say anything like that. He's acting like it's everyone's fault. It's not everyone's fault. Ben, it's Ben Simmons fault that Ben Simmons is in this situation. Why didn't it happen to any other players on the floor? Why didn't anyone else get booed and pass up open dunks and, and, and quit playing basketball in the history of the game? Yeah, it's Ben Simmons' fault.
0: I'm glad he sounds frustrated, though. You know, kind of like the fans, because...
1: I got it. He he just asked him, is it is it in the realm of possibility of him ever playing for Philly again?
0: Yeah, we're about to listen to it. Connor with the $2 donation says, I think he wants Fox and Halliburton and some picks. I could see it happening. I do think that he says a win-win trade, right? The Kings are the perfect chance for that, honestly. So, I think that's the biggest possibility.
1: He said, "If you get a top thirty player or a top forty player and a and a young prospect type of player and picks,
0: yeah, interesting.
3: I hundred percent believe he can play for us again, and he's literally <laughs> almost the perfect player we could have to pair with Joel <laughs> Embiid. People don't understand how much he impacts. I think they are, and I think that's why there's continued big trade interest in him." but it, it doesn't even take that difficult to look to say our defense goes from the best in the league to average right that's a massive part of the game and joel and Ben <sighs> together always put together an elite defense that is so important for playoff basketball um and he also covered up our rebounding has gone from 10th to the near the bottom of the league ben simmons was that the only difference between last year's team year and this one is really Ben Simmons, we've had some really nice new players in the Aang, and uh, Maxi's taking a big step forward, and,
0: and Drummond's added a lot. And- he really just said that, didn't he? The yeah, only difference that. is that Ben is not here. Come on, Daryl. Right. the stands now, man. We have no replacement. Playing with a hole in the roster. Come on, man. Shout out to Eagles with the $2 donation, Says Just get Fox and get this over with, man. Oh, man. He's just boost.
1: He's just trying desperately to still boost his trade value. He's a perfect player. He's amazing. He's great. Everyone should love him. Please give us a lot in return for him.
0: He's danced all around this. I can't believe he's been talking about this for 25 minutes.
3: Like, But the reality is the core of our team is the same, and it, it has a Ben Simmons hole in it. It really does. <laughs> hey Bob, well, I, I guess like what I'm asking you
2: is it, it, after all this, it can't possibly be realistic to think that we'd put your uniform on again.
3: I think he can. Obviously, I think you're right. The majority of people think that's not possible. Look, my job is to win the title. My job is to continue to try to make it where, you know, we either make the right trade or we somehow hurdle the issues that Ben has with playing here and and get him back here. All right, one. get
1: get all the fans out of the building?
2: Like, what? and, and, And it's probably an unfair question you won't answer. But people want to know, like, by the trading deadline, what kind of percentage do you think, with your instincts in this league, that you can make a deal that will help the Sixers go forward? What percentage? Is it 50-50? Is it 40-60? Is it 60-40? Where are you?
3: I think it's less likely than likely. But, (laughs) you know, hopefully hopefully I'm wrong. Like, look, it won't be from lack of...
0: Less likely than likely?
1: Did he say at the trade deadline?
0: Yeah.
3: What does
1: that mean? It's less likely than likely. Listen, this entire interview
0: is not likely.
1: (laughs) This is this entire interview is Daryl Morey telling teams that already made him offers. Listen, Ben Simmons is amazing. You're going to have to give me more if you want him. That's all this interview is. That's why you said there has to be a reason he went on the radio today. That's exactly why he got actual offers yesterday. Then he blamed it on ball sack sports and said it's (laughs) fake. (laughs) And now he's on the radio saying your offers weren't good enough. Ben Simmons is amazing. You got to give me more. That's all this is.
0: Yeah, but he's so, he's so open. He's like, yeah, we're trying to trade this man. Like where's the leverage at then? You know what I mean? It's like.
1: I like the maybe we can get past the hurdle of whatever it is with his issue of playing here. Like, what? <laughs> you you would have to get rid of the city of Philadelphia. You would have to Dude. change. You'd have to move the franchise to a different state.
0: I got to agree with you. <laughs> it has to be like a negotiation thing where he's just like, I feel like he really does in his heart believe like, He's worth so much, and he's on here. Like, yeah, well, you know, it's less likely than likely we're gonna trade him. So you better yeah. up your trade offers.
1: That's exactly what this is, and he's gonna keep doing this until the trade down. He might be on ESPN tomorrow.
0: <laughs> I can't believe he said he asked him for a percentage. He said less likely than likely. That doesn't mean not likely, but it doesn't mean likely. Like that was a clever answer.
1: I think he's doing a good job, actually. If, if, if it happens at the trade deadline and, and it's something good, I'm going to say this guy did a phenomenal job with this situation because teams that really want Ben Simmons are sitting here like, damn it. All right, we got to figure out what else we're going to do. Yeah. Going?
0: I've been, I'm look, the whole time I've been trusting Maury, trusting Maury. He's got to get this done, man.
3: We're trying. We have a whole team of front office. It's all we do, we have no other job that matters. It's all we're working on. And uh, I only say less likely it won't be because we don't want to do it. It'll be because
0: Wait, wait, whatever wait, wait, wait. Reason- What did he say? He just said it again.
3: We have no other job that matters. <laughs> it's all we're working on. And uh, I only say less likely it won't be because we don't want to do it. It'll be because for whatever reason, I mean, I can tell you that these other 29 teams, none of them wake up and say, hey, today, how can I help the 76ers get better? They all wake up worry- worrying about their own team. So like, the main reason I say less likely than likely is it takes two or three to tango. And trades are not not easy to construct in this league. There's a lot of risk aversion. Uh, there's a lot of, like, you know, decision makers that have to be hurdled. Uh, it, it's very complex to put a deal together, and that always makes it less likely than likely to, to get a deal done.
0: I'm not buying it. Wow. That was some interview, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, uh... that that what he just said right there, he he cleared up what he was trying to say. When he says less likely than likely, it's I want to trade this man right now. Yeah. all right. Yeah. You need That was a, that was a great quote by the way. You need two or three to tango. I might put that in my Twitter bio.
1: Dude, they're going to overpay for Ben Simmons. They just are three-team trade just are dude this I he's gonna he's gonna play this right to the trade deadline he's gonna say nope not good enough what's your next offer nope not good enough
0: dude he's probably in there like with like four sketch pads just like drawing out like trade diagrams like (laughs) well if we if we circuit this package to this team and they give that team and it's yo
1: yeah, he, he's got assistants and stuff coming in. He's like, yo, what, what does the draft picks look like in 2028? What, what do they got? Who's team?
0: And you know why? Because we've been right this entire time. The dude doesn't have value for a straight up trade. It's, you no. got to have three to tango, like my man said. So, I mean. Yeah.
1: And wow. there's cities that, that Ben Simmons is
0: straight up not going to play in, and Boston is one of them. Yep, exactly. That's why he said there's a lot of decision makers. Aaron with the $5 donation now your seattle 76ers starting point guard number 25 ben simmons (laughs) oh man
1: yeah you're gonna have to move the franchise for
0: him to play in philly for for the sixers again dude that was unbelievable we got six almost 600 people up in here guys hit the like button subscribe it's almost been an hour that was actually insane man i i'm kind of blown away i did not expect him to talk like that he went every angle every direction I got, you know, there was so many great quotes from that interview. Jonathan Mikey missed too. I did agree. A great, job. great questions. Um,
1: I agree. I, I agree. Mike Mike does that, man. I knew it was, I knew he was going to be good. I remember the doc interview where he was at, he was telling him like, Ben has to shoot the ball. And doc was trying to explain how he doesn't have to shoot the ball. And he was like, "Now you can't be serious here. He was like arguing with him. It was great. Yeah. yeah
0: um, so. You know, Joel's going to get asked about this now. Everybody else is. I mean, it's clear as day. Like, trade this, man. I am praying that this happens, guys. We cannot. I do not want to bank on James Harden in the summer, okay? I'm not. I banked on a star at the deadline. Here we are. Let's get something done, man. We can. I'm telling you, we're not far off, bro. We are not far off. We get a. You just need. We're there.
1: You need a supporting cast, man, and it's like I was watching the Wizards Nets highlights last night, man, and you watch everything they added in the off in that Russell Westbrook trade is is, I mean that doesn't make them a championship team either, but it took them from the basement to, you know maybe fifth or sixth seed, maybe even higher if they start playing better together. But like, I mean you got you got Dinwiddie, you got you got Harrell, you got they added so many players, and it's like that's what I want. I don't think the supporting cast is at the a high enough level right now
0: yeah know, but you're not you, i don't know exactly and, and i don't know if you saw the kings last night they were up, <laughs> i think they were up 10 points with like a minute and a half to go they lost to the pistons <laughs> the kings are just a brutal mm-hmm. franchise man they got to make something happen
1: yeah that's what he's going to do and he's going to let them he's going to constantly remind them if he has to go on the radio or wherever yeah. you're the one that needs ben simmons you're the one that needs a big change, yeah. a big shakeup. Like we need a ch- we need we need improvement, but we don't need to change our entire core because we have the guy that we want. You guys are the ones that need to change everything and get a different energy in there and get a at least a player that you could sell as a potential, you know, star player. Yeah,
0: I've I've been predicting him to Sacramento for months. Daryl just confirmed that would be the best situation. He said they're trying to get a win-win. I mean, it, that is the best win-win. So
1: it is the best that's the best win-win and if he can, if he can actually convince them to take tobias harris yeah you know uh i think the matisse theibel thing probably drew him back like all right now i'm giving up a lot of talent and you're not offering me your best guy yeah if he's I, looking at the Aaron fox that way
0: called call him table
1: <laughs> a lot of people in the chat are saying Halliburton's better than fox um Dude.
0: We got a lot of people in here, man. We need to open up the lines, get a few caller reactions, man. Give us, yeah, let's do it. Give us some thoughts, man. The number's down below. Uh, shout out to Rob with the $20 donation. We appreciate it, man. Shout out to Rob. Just showing some support and love. All the people in the chat, guys, hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you're watching. 717-297-6748, man. Call into the show. Give us your thoughts on what you just heard. Maybe you heard it earlier today. You've been pondering waiting to uh get something off your chest do you think he moves or not what would think
1: you Halliburton's a, i think Halliburton's a, a good player but i think fox has star potential i really do yeah
0: well i mean he's trying to get a win now player you know
1: we got a caller on the line hey what's up
5: dj what's up rb
4: yo what's going on man
5: yeah i just wanted to touch on the trade i uh for me, I would only prefer to trade the highball if we get Deion Fox in return, because I feel like if we get the rest of their players, it's not enough talent. But if uh if you leave Tybal out of that deal, I would much rather take you know Buddy heal Tyree Halliburton and Harrison Barnes. Because I've said this before, I feel like Deion Fox is just another Tyree Maxey, and if we uh if we get you know, Harrison Barnes is a good stretch four and yeah and uh Tyree Hall- even though I, th- I think his shot's kinda of ugly, he he still is a great three point shooter and Buddy Heald isn't afraid to lock up and be test out of the double team. So I think I'd much rather prefer that because I looked at DeAron Fox's stats and even though he's gotten better, he's not a very good three point shooter. And I and even though he's slightly Tyrese. I feel like Tyrese is just as fast. So if I could choose, I would rather pick um, I would rather take the players over the end box.
1: I feel you. I feel you. And I and I think uh, you said if we could leave Thibel out of that, I think that should tell people how much value Ben Simmons doesn't actually have. That a team is like, alright, we'll give you this and we'll take Toby's contract, but you're going to have to give us Matisse Thibel also. Because if Ben Simmons was enough, they'd be happy with
0: that. You know what I'm thinking? I'm, yeah. I'm, starting also, think, I, I'm starting to think that two five goes to the Kings and we get something from the Kings in addition to something rerouted from another team. Because I don't know if the Kings have what it takes to make us a winner today, but you know, they have some role players, some picks, right? We get another player from another team. I'm starting to think that actually could happen.
5: I agree. And here's the thing too. Here's the thing too. If we, if we get that package, we could also use that package in the future to trade for another superstar if it doesn't work out. So if we do get that deal, it's not like we can't trade for anything else because we could use that same package to get like a Jalen Brown a Bradley Beal if they ever become available. And I also wanted to say that I love the game Daryl Morey is playing right now. He's playing hardball and he's driving up the price. I think it's just, you know, an act for the business.
1: I feel you, man. I feel you. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the call, buddy. Appreciate it.
5: Thank you.
0: Let's go to uh, shout out to Kendra with the five dollar donation. She says, "What about a trade with Indy, Lavert, and Brogdon, Ben, and Toby? What do you think Is about he, that?" By the way, Brogden can't get moved, so it,
1: it's it's hard to get a team to take Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. That's a lot of money, and you know, it could be a bad fit. And if it's not a perfect fit, you're not going to take it. And Sabonis on that team. You're not going to take Toby and Ben at $300 million with Sabonis, yeah. I don't think.
0: Yeah, Brogdon can't get moved anyway because of his, his contract that he signed. So, What's not- going on, man? Yo.
1: My bad. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Start over.
6: I think that Dale Moore is talking around in circles the entire time on that radio call.
1: Oh, why is that, Shane? What Shane, where'd you go? why Why do you think he's talking in circles? What do you
6: mean? Um basically, he kept like saying like basically one thing man saying, like I don't th- I think that we need to get a trade at the trade deadline, but then also saying, I don't think it's likely that we're going to get a trade deadline at- a trade at the trade deadline, and then going back to we need to get a trade at the trade deadline. like he kept going back and forth in circles of what he was saying,
1: yeah, I feel you. I think he said a lot of things that. I think it was very strategic. It wasn't really just an open, honest interview. Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah. Also, I do think that he, he, if he really believes that Ben Simmons is really putting on a 6 jersey again, I just think he's delusional. There's no way Ben Simmons is putting a jersey on that says Philadelphia on it.
1: Nope. Yeah, I agree. There's no way. He's just saying that, trying to drive up his trade value.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I it's agree, not, ha- not happening.
1: All right, Shane. Thanks for the call, man. Thanks, Shane. <laughs> he didn't even say <laughs> bye.
0: Shout at the Dunkin' with the $2 donation says he dances better than Michael Jackson. Talking about Daryl Morey tiptoeing around. It's hilarious.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, there's things he can't say. There's things he wants yeah. to say to try to, like he I o- said, man, he, he wants to say, that. yeah, he did. He wants to say this player's great, and he's worth all this stuff, so please give me your best stuff. I mean, that's literally why he went on the radio.
0: The man with the plan. Got to get it done.
1: (sighs) Oh, we got another
0: caller here. Come on, give us some thoughts and reactions, man. What do you guys think?
1: You're on Running Back Philly, and RB, Philly take with RB.
7: What's good, RB? What's good, DJ? Listen, man. Philly fans, we got to calm down. Um, I think I think I think the Kings deal is going down. I think Dell's trying to drive it up more um and I think that's why we walked the whole circle this whole thing. Like, I really believe that somewhere in the deal is gonna be the kings. I wouldn't be shocked if Indiana trying to get in the mix a little bit. I, I think we're gonna get something in there. I think the fact that they wanted the two is where the the bump in the head the fact that he got on the one to take two Ben and Mr. I call him AKA Westbrook 2.0, Tobias. Um, I think we're gonna get the Kings deal through. I just think he's trying to. I think the whole interview was just about bumping that up so that we can make that a, a better deal and maybe get the off the off the market for that and maybe something different. But I think the three deal trade will be Sacramento and Indiana. Um, I thought it was going for Harden, but after listening to this interview on how he ran so much in circles. I'm thinking the, the, the two teams is Indiana and
0: and, and Shackleman. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. And and now that now that you say that and I think about it, I have I think he's going to get De'Aaron Fox because he said a top forty Correct. player and some young players and picks. I think it makes sense. Yep. Maybe get something rerouted. And I don't know. I I have a feeling that could be concrete. Man, it's a good take.
7: You, you think, yeah, you think uh, Fox I mean, and Halliburton? I mean, yes. I think both. I think both. I know people's probably saying it's crazy. Why else would you take on? You can't want Fox. You can't keep Fox, and you take a Ben and you take a, 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 a Tobias. It doesn't make any sense. So I think that you give us both and some draft picks. But I think because the Matisse was out there throwing and they probably didn't want, I wouldn't even be shocked if Sacramento leaked it out there. But they probably don't want Matisse. But we see how great he is for us on defense. But you try to you try to walk it down. Matisse and, and Matisse, the two guys we're trying to make sure we don't have to give away for the fact that one gives us defense, one gives us a, a, a up-and-coming young talent. Um, now, do I think he's going to have to make some sacrifices in there? I think so. If it's, it's me Matthew. Uh I'm okay. But listen, you can get Kurt Miles out of here too. There's a couple guys on this bench. We can get out of here if we really need to do it. So I, I do need him to kind of push it up. but I do think Sacramento – and Indiana's going to be in this mix, and I think he's just driving it to to be that and getting us worried. Two five in a in a sixth jersey? No way. 2-5? No. No, no way. no way.
1: No way. No way. I I'm I'm interested to see. Like I would like to see one a mock trade that includes Indiana because I I'm interested to see like what they would give up and what they would be getting in return.
7: Agree. Agree. Yeah. I, I just see them them doing a lot of pushing how they're ready to really trade. And he keeps talking about this three deal team trade. The only team that makes sense at this point is Indiana in the mix. Uh, we already know we're 2-5 want to go L.A. So Sacramento can – that can happen. You got them. But I do think we'll get both of them. Um, it just depends on if we got to give up that Matisse in the mix. Um, and I think he's just trying to walk away from that. So I think that's what the strategy is.
0: I like it.
1: Couldn't agree more, man. Thanks for the call.
7: Appreciate it. You guys keep it up, man.
0: Thank right, you. Man. Later. Yeah. Before we get the next caller, I just want to put some, propose something to you. And I know you probably don't agree with me and that's okay. I don't, I don't think Tobias Harris is getting moved. He didn't even mention Tobias and, you know, like you've been saying, like Tobias isn't efficient. We know that he's having a tough year, really bad year. Actually. But I just don't even think he's thinking about that. I think he's worried about getting two five out of here ASAP. And I you know, he even said Tobias, Joel, and another impact player. I think Tobias is going to have to take a backseat role, Maxi Curry elevate a little bit. But I think he's thinking like a top forty player who instantly becomes our second option. And hopefully Tobias doesn't have to go up against better defenders. What do you think?
1: I think he's just not mentioning Tobias because it's not like like Ben Simmons. The Ben Simmons trade is public knowledge at this point. It's it's very rare that you have a trade that's going to happen that everybody knows is going to happen and that's so concrete that you can openly talk about it on the radio. Uh, so I don't even if he did try to throw Tobias in a deal, he wouldn't have said it on, on the radio interview. That would just undermine Tobias Harris, and you know he doesn't want to do that. Uh, but I think he definitely wants to get rid of those contracts, man. The, the production for the money just doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah. and it, and it, and it might just be the fit with Joel Embiid, you know, Tobias being a mid range power forward that doesn't really stretch the floor that well. Uh, you need, you need better fits around Joel. And I don't think Tobias is it. I really don't. I'm not saying he doesn't, I'm not saying he's not good. He could be better in a different situation. And if you can get rid of that money alongside the Ben Simmons money, I think he's going to do that.
0: I, I got two things to say to that number one. I think, you know, we look at Tobias last year, right? He had maybe the best year of his career. Well, it actually, it was the best year of his career because I feel like there was a nut. Well, we expected him to be a number two, even though he wasn't. Um, but there was way more attention on Joel and Ben, right? And and Tobias mm-hmm. and took that backseat role. So who was really guarding Tobias last year? And now you got a guy like Maxi in a starting lineup. I, I would just like to see it. You know, I, I know Tobias is struggling. It's he's not going to play like he did last year but I just think now like we've talked about like there's just too much pressure on him he feels like he has to be this dude but if Tobias can even give us 18 right as a third or fourth option I'm not mad at that he's now he's got to play better defensive of, of course but and then and the other thing I would just say is like I just don't see Daryl offloading 60 million plus of contracts I mean he's saying how hard it is to offload one then you got to throw in and, and the Kings they would much rather go for an upside type of player right Not, not Tobias. They know what he is, but that's just my thoughts on it.
1: I, yeah, I think that's just, I don't think he was, I don't think he's trying to sell Tobias at all as some kind of player with upside or some kind of player that's going to help your team a whole lot. I think he's like, if you want Ben, you know, you, you got to take Tobias with, (laughs) I think that's what, I really think that might be what he's trying to do. Um, It's, 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 it's complicated, but uh, Tobias Harris lived off of Ben Simmons last year and it's just, I, I really believe that, man. And this year he doesn't have the lanes. He doesn't have he's not catching the ball wide open. He's not catching the ball where Ben just took three guys into the lane and kicked it back to him so he can shoot it or pump fake or drive. He gets the ball and it's an ISO situation and he's not an ISO player. So I think Ben made him look a lot better at the game, period, than he than he than he might be.
0: That's my point. So like if we get a De'Aaron Fox in here, like don't you think there's going to be less spotlight on a guy like Toby, even though he's getting overpaid we know that and it would be nice to get rid of that contract but
1: yeah it's a good point man uh you know Fox isn't a great shooter but he's an attacker and Mm -hmm. Tyrese Maxey people are saying he's just like Tyrese Maxey listen Tyrese Maxey can be De'Aaron Fox he's not De'Aaron Fox right now he there's that's a different level of attack just watch De'Aaron Fox play one time every single possession down the court this dude's attacking the rim and drawing in the defense and I think Maxey has a potential to do what he does but yeah. Uh, I think a player like the Aaron Fox would do more like what Ben Simmons was doing, which is, you know, fly down the court, draw the defense in the middle, kick it out. Um, and you know, so I, I think. Uh, but Tobias Harris, man, I don't know, man, I don't know. He has to be in the right situation with the right players around him. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, we had, we had a bunch of callers while we were talking there, so uh, keep calling in.
0: We'll we'll try to get to you yeah i i don't know i i think daryl now i'm actually a little more confident that he's going to pull something off like he you can tell the desire is there it's not like it was months ago where it was just we're gonna wait four years nothing's gonna happen
1: yeah i think something's gonna happen i think he's just trying to drive up the price now that i listened to that whole interview what's going on your own it back philly philly take with rb
8: hey rb you guys um I think the big deal they could do is they can push whoever they get from Sacramento over to Washington and then get Beal. That would be the deal I would try to pull off and then keep a first-round pick.
1: I uh, would I would like that. But I, I, I always look at the other team when I hear a scenario. What would be the reason for Washington to do that? Well, you get
8: Darren Fox or you get...
1: Yo, you still there? He's gone.
0: He cut off. Yeah, I I don't know about the fit with Washington. Like they they kind of got some of their role players. They have Dinwiddie. What would be the point of getting rid of Beal if they didn't get a you know really like a, an impact player? Like I'm not saying De'Aaron Fox is not that, but how is he going to fit alongside Dinwiddie better than Bradley Beal would? You know, unless you just deal with that contract. So
1: I think Washington would more realistically look at it like adding Ben Simmons in the middle of all of those players would probably be something they might be interested in especially if Bradley Beal's finally like yo I want out of here but I really think they put a lot of good players on that team and and I don't think Beal's going anywhere anytime soon
0: I I mean they got to get they got to get value for him you know he's on the last year of his contract he didn't sign sign the extension so
1: that's true that's true if he wants out they're gonna have to what's going on you're on the show hey what's up Barbie what's up DJ how you guys doing man doing good man
6: Hey, I just want to say, uh, just
1: real quick
4: about De'Aaron Fox, man. Um, I, I don't think that De'Aaron Fox is, uh, a player that can really elevate this team. Um, he has his flaws. He, I don't like his decision making. And, uh, if De'Aaron Fox is the guy that's available to us right now, like, I don't mind holding out and waiting. Um, I just think he's a little overrated.
6: I'd rather have Halliburton.
4: And, uh, let's see what, what happens from there. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not too big on Fox, man. What
1: do you guys think about that? Yeah, I hear you. I mean, um, I don't think you need a player that's going to put the team on his shoulders. You know what I mean? We it's Joel Embiid's already doing that. I just think you need players that are going to help him. Um, but I understand the whole, you know, he's not a great three-point shooter and Halliburton's a better shooter. Um, so, you know, I see both sides of it. Uh, I'd be happy with either guy. If Daryl pulls off both of them somehow.
0: I, I actually want... Hal, I would take Halliburton to have him in kind of like a one slash two role, kind of like a hybrid, and then I would try to reroute and get either some better role players or another like impact player from another team because I think the comparisons of Maxi and Fox are honestly valid. And I mean, are like they they're kind of like the same player. And just having them two in the backcourt, then what do you do with Seth Curry? You know what I mean? I would much rather try nice. to get Halliburton who has more size length athleticism at, you know, it can kind of play like the two when you need them to. Cause you know, you can't have maxi or then Fox just sitting off ball all the time. That's how I feel about it. Um, I would much rather try to reroute it to a 13.
1: I feel you. I feel you. All right, man. Thanks for
0: the call. guess he dipped, but yeah, you know, I, I think the comparisons are valid, man. Like, Fox is a really good young player, but Tyrese Maxey is very similar to him.
1: Yeah, I think I, th- I just think Fox is a couple years ahead. What's going on? You're on the show.
4: Hello? I he's, understand. Uh, he's shooting 25% for three this year. a a massive drop-off from what he was last year. He's looking like he was turning a corner as a shooter last year. Um, But that said, if Sacramento is willing to trade those players, I think there's a scenario, multiple scenarios, where he could be rerouted to another team. I'm thinking, like, Dallas looks like a pretty good spot for a De'Aaron Fox. Um, Halliburton, like you guys are saying. Yeah. He's a 6'5 six, 6'4 six, combo guard, plays defense, shoots 40% from 3, doesn't need to have the ball in his hands a lot. I think he's just a better fit. Um we could get we could get really complex and
0: Yeah. I I would much rather get more length and size in my opinion. Not that I don't like Fox, I do, but I would also like to reroute another player or two from another team just because I feel like we need more depth at the forward position and um, I think that needs to be our main focus.
1: Yeah, it can definitely get very complicated. It can definitely get complicated. Are you still there? People just say what they want to hang up. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's cool, dude. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that. I like uh,
0: you, say what you got to say. Get out.
1: Dallas is interesting. Dallas is interesting. Um, you know, there's a lot of teams that just... You know, have talent and and aren't really uh, you know, are we championship level team? So Dallas is interesting. Um, but I mean, Luca's a thirty some percent three point shooter, and and then you got what? Well, you got Fox and Luca in the backcourt throwing up bricks. I don't know.
0: Yeah, we're. I'm telling you, man, we're gonna. It's good. There's gonna be a weird third team involved, but it's gonna really help facilitate the deal.
4: What's going on? You're on the show. RB, East Mug, what's going on, guys? Seth M. Rose.
0: What's, what's up, my man?
4: That's... Ain't shit, guys. Ain't shit. I promise I ain't going to just call and hang up like everybody else apparently. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> the OG. But uh, listen, man, let me just run a couple things by y'all. I'm going to tell y'all right now, the Bull Glen is on Kobe's balls. Call it whatever you want to call it. Dick ride and ball slapping, whatever you want to call it. He's not letting this dude go nowhere. I don't care what more he says. Or I have a strong feeling that Doc's going to want him around.
1: He's on
0: who? No, Tobias.
1: Oh, okay. Tobias.
4: Why? My bad. I didn't flip that in there. I don't know. No, you know. said I Toby. Like that...
0: I agree though, yeah, Seth. Toby's like not that... going anywhere. He's not going anywhere.
4: He, he's, he's really not, man. And it's, and you've been saying it for, for months now as well, DJ, that who's going to take this guy's contract? I mean, when I seen him and 2-5's contract, I was like, this has to be fake. There's no <laughs> way a team's going to take both of those. Like, I just – so I was asking RB the other day, I was like, do you think this is, like, fake? Like, who did this, this report come from? Because there's no way that like, the team's taking that. Yeah, yeah that's a, a lot of thing.
1: cap space. <laughs> that's taking I mean, a lot of cap
4: space. It. Yeah, It is. It is. So so my thoughts are, and I want to run this by, y'all, would you be willing to get, like, Aldo Burton, because I think he'd be great next to Maxie, wouldn't with, with be, and, like, a Buddy buckets to come in, because we really need somebody that's just a willing shooter to just step up and shoot and take contested shots. And maybe a first-round pick, who knows, or maybe we'll have to throw a guy in
0: there, but you think that's close to realistic? I'm going to let DJ go, then I have some thoughts on it.
1: I don't think it's realistic for Daryl Morey to take that, no. Because uh, just from hearing him on the, what he was saying in that interview, does Halliburton and and Buddy Healed make you a championship contender on his team? You know, are they that are they that good that they push you that far?
0: Yeah. In my opinion, I don't understand why everybody keeps getting off. And I'm not saying you, Seth. I'm saying in general, like the consensus, everybody keeps getting off the idea, like like we're just forgetting about forwards just because Jalen Brown's not available or Bradley. Like we we have been playing with Danny green at, at, at the forward. Like we can't keep doing that. And we have a guy like Seth Curry, who, in my opinion, is one of the most underrated player, one of the most underrated players. We can't just get three guards back in a trade as much as I'm glad that we have guards now that can handle the ball. We, you know, even if it's Harrison Barnes, I'm not too big on Harrison Barnes in, in terms of being like a guy who's going to really take us to another level. But, we need some forwards, man. I am that's just how I feel. Toby's struggling, right? Miyang's been one of our most consistent. We need some size and length on this team. That's just how I feel about it, man.
1: Yeah, you need forwards. They the, gotta be they gotta be stretch fours. They yeah. have to be.
4: Go ahead, 100 percent And I thought that was funny that you brought that up because I didn't think it'd be realistic for three guys for Ben, you know what I mean? But if we could get Harrison Barnes with them two guys. And again, I'm not saying I don't like DeAndre Fox. I'm just, I really am agreeing with our B on this that their talent, his talent is kind of equal to Maxie's, and with well, Maxie will be, I should say, one day. So if we were to get Harrison Barnes, I really think that he could take up more on the defensive end than Toby does and probably put up more points, if not the same as Toby. So is that like a win if we get him as well? I think that that's really the best fit we could get, to be honest, unless there's other trades you guys heard about.
1: See, I'm gonna agree with you. I don't know if RB is, but I'm gonna agree with you. And he's better at playing off ball than, than Tobias is. He's played with some of the best players to ever play the game, and he was a third or a fourth option. And he's he's good at playing off ball and catching the ball in the corner and not, you know, like you don't see a whole lot of Harrison Barnes ISOs. He knows what his
0: he knows what his role is. Seth, are you saying that we would get Harrison Barnes and then in return give up Tobias Harris or keep Tobias as well?
4: See, this is, where, this is where I think the third team's got to be involved because I would like to move Tobias to another team, possibly with a pick or something, and then somehow receive Harrison Barnes and then whatever that other team would give Sacramento as well. You get what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: I, I, I don't know if I would do it. I really don't because then I feel like we're lacking at the four. Um, even though Tobias has been a negative so far, I, it just – unless you want to plug Niang in there, I don't know if he's ready for that or unless we get somebody else, like you said, but it gets really tricky. Um, but I, I do agree Harrison Barnes had a good year and and I think he could play a good role in this team. We need a forward. We really do. Um, that's what it takes. It's going to be a huge deal though.
1: I think you yeah, can plug Niang can. in there. I think you can. I don't think As every... Starter, though. I don't think all five players on a starting roster have to be fringe all-stars. I mean, you know... There's a lot of championship teams that the the fifth guy is like, oh, and and then there's this guy, you know, like George Niang. What
0: happens with the bench then? We need a bench (laughs) scorer.
1: Well, listen, you get rid of both of those guys, you got a whole lot of money to spend.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's fair.
4: Very true. Just just real quick, imagine a lineup of Buddy Buckets, George Niang, Harrison Barnes, Jojo, and – possibly have LeBur, let's say. That sounds like a pretty damn good lineup to me. I think it's better First than start the lineup, lineup we have right
1: now. I agree. <laughs> I, <feel laughs> That's
0: awesome. I think overall it is. I just I don't know. I don't I don't see Daryl Morey pulling both of those trades. That's just me though. That's just me. All right Seth I I'm gonna get you, to another get caller you. man. Thanks for having me on boys. Yeah,
4: yeah take it easy dudes
1: all right bro
0: Daryl better What's going on you're on the show. too man
1: hello they hung up oh we got another one what's going on you're on the show <laughs> we got to get a professional uh we really thing do here Shout what's out going them. on you're on the show yo, yo what's up Eastwood? what's
9: up rb what's up man Ooh. rb why you up? About Danny Green, he is his sister. He give us triple singles every night. <laughs> yeah. Most player there is.
1: I like when people throw uh, him in trade packages, bro. No, nobody's moving right or left I even for Danny trade her Green. For a, uh, I
9: wouldn't
0: trade him for a bag of chips. He's not He's not worth it. He's probably going to get bought out, honestly. he
9: got negative value. <laughs> like,
1: Bad. yeah he's gonna be one of the players that just gets waived here's your money well we're better <laughs> off without you and just giving you your your whatever's left six million dollars or
9: something then he's horrible the podcast is horrible everything in that situation
1: anyway what's up man but on, on the man <laughs> oh so
0: i think uh
9: i think the Kings is is the best the best option that we got I think the kids are gonna try to pull some slick stuff and try to throw him because I think he's on the last year his his bill. I was having a conversation with somebody at work and I was like, I bet you they child to pull slick stuff. They want they wanna take they want the Sixers want to buy us out of here. They are gonna throw us Bagley. I don't think they're gonna try to give us Harrison boys. What do you I think about that? job uh, I don't Bagley. want I don't want
1: anything to do with Marvin Bagley.
9: I don't either.
0: I think the Kings are would do something as stupid as possible because they're the
1: Kings. (laughs) I'll tell you, man. As as dumb as the Kings have been, I mean, they gave us like three pick swaps for Nick Stauskas. You know what I mean? As or 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 was it the other way around? I don't remember. But no, they gave us Nick Stauskas and pick swaps for what? I don't remember. We fleeced the hell out of them for a long time. If they take Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. That's the ultimate, that's the ultimate Kings move. They're not paying taking- 300, paying $360 million for two players that basically are not all star level players.
0: They're not doing they- it. I
9: don't know. I, I, the, the, the Kings GM. you seemed like a smart guy. I was, I was watching one of his interviews. I don't know though. I mean, cause the Kings, the Kings want Kings, but. I don't know. I, I just want this deal to be done. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of talking about it every day. <laughs> Same.
1: Ridiculous. Same. Imagine when we actually have a, a roster that we know is, like, going towards the future and we can just talk about the team and what we think and how much they can achieve instead of, like, well, we're talking about the team, but we know we got to trade Ben Simmons right. for this to matter.
10: Yeah. Yeah. and ridiculous. But y'all have a good night.
1: All right, man. Thank you.
0: Shout out to uh, all the people in the chat, man. Great takes in there. Shout out to Katie. Shout out to um, Chin. Shout out to uh, Jay. Shout out to uh Kings fan up in here. Key Kings says inside sources. Kings are not willing to take Tobias. It's not happening, bro. It's not inside happening. Inside sources. <laughs> if the Kings took six. Think about the Kings drafting and all those young, talented guards. And then they take $60 million on of 2-5 and Tobias. They would, they would have to probably relocate their franchise. They really would. I mean. No people go to the games already, so now you're paying those contracts. Come on, man.
1: The uh, the Nets just agreed to trade uh, Paul Millsap. I didn't even know he still played basketball. Paul Millsap was on the is on the Nets.
0: He, where did he get traded to?
1: No, they just agreed. They, they they agreed to find him a new team. So they they put him on the trade block, basically. Paul Millsap. I don't know if that matters at all. The Nets just have every old player that, like, used to be good. Like, are you kidding me? Blake Griffin. I mean, I guess they don't have DeAndre Jordan anymore, but Paul Millsap, uh, LaMarcus
0: Aldridge, even though he put up, like, 27 points last night. Paul Millsap has only played in two of the Nets' last 17 games. Wow. If <laughs> they're choosing to come to the Nets, that's crazy.
1: Well, is he always injured? Why don't they just Why doesn't he retire? What do you mean find a new team? You can't even get on the court. Yeah,
0: that's crazy where he wants to contribute more. Okay, Paul.
1: <laughs> he's 36, Jeez. and he's played two of the last 17 games, man. It's time to hang it up.
0: Dude, I'm telling you, this Sixers team can go far in the playoffs this year. There is not a team that really scares me that much, to be honest. I mean,
1: somebody said, Paul Millsap to Philly. He's 36.
0: He's not coming here. We he's don't want him here. Dude, the Nets, I mean, they have their ups and downs. The Heat, we beat them without, you know, some of our guys. And then, I mean, look at who else is there, right? The Bulls have been constantly in and out. The Bucks. I mean, I don't know, man. But,
1: yeah, you, you got to, it has to be something that makes you feel like you can compete in the East. That you can compete with the, with the top teams in the East. And right now, you know, we can look however we want to look against the Orlando Magic. And we can look however we want to look against. whoever else every time we play a team that's a legitimate eastern conference contender that has athleticism they run a zone defense we're not fast enough we're not quick enough we're not athletic enough and we get beat up yep yep and that's what's going to happen in the playoffs
0: yeah joel's got to be great just tweaking said answer my call we'll take one more man we'll take one more shout out to everybody still got 500 in the chat man hit the like button where you guys are watching.
1: He said everybody at me to get my call answered. <laughs> I can't choose people. I just hit the green
0: button when it rings, man. Go ahead, call. You better you better have something good for us, man, to end it off. <laughs> By the way, we'll be uh we'll definitely be collabing the next couple of weeks as long as DJ's free and I'm free, you know. We got a lot of good stuff to talk about. I'm sure sh- I'm sure the rumors are gonna heat up, man.
1: They are definitely. The the rumors are gonna heat up. And
0: do we stream um, the trade the trade deadline again, though? <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm go. doing
1: it. I don't know. I thought it was fun. We sat here for like four was, hours. It was fun. Man. It definitely <laughs> was. Even though nothing happened. Even though we almost lost our minds, you know. Oh man. All right. I don't think he's calling in, man. I don't know. Come on, man. You're tweaking. You're tweaking. <laughs> we need Brandon Ingram. Michael Miller says, "Uh, Brown. I would take Brandon Ingram in a heartbeat." But you know. Like Daryl Morey said, it takes two teams. I mean, what are we giving the Pelicans that's going to make them give us Brandon Ingram?
0: What are the Pelicans even doing? They're another franchise like that. It just doesn't make sense.
1: Absolute disarray because, uh, you know, Zion Williamson can't get healthy enough to get back on the court.
0: He's it's not crazy. playing for the Pelicans. It's not it's happening. Crazy. <laughs> Jay crazy. How sad is it? Yeah, it, it is sad. I don't think he's ever playing for them again.
1: And for them to watch John ja Morant at an MVP level in his second season.
0: Crazy, dude. Crazy. Jay has with the $5 donation says, what up, RB? Didn't know you were streamed today. What was the topic? Well, we listened to the entire Maury press conference, so definitely hit it on the rewatch. Like, it was some good stuff, man. Now we're just taking calls, hanging out with the people. Yeah, we Shop- listened
1: and reacted. We listened and reacted to the Daryl Mori interview, man. So definitely watch this back. Because yeah. uh, if you haven't heard the interview, especially, but I feel like we had some interesting reactions to things that he was saying. Oh yeah,
0: definitely some things uh took us by storm, no doubt. You guys, Jaw making-
1: ja is in his third season. Yeah, I can't keep up, man. I don't even know what year it is.
0: Jaw's a dog, man. He's great. Um, just tweaking said answer, so I can sp- I need to speak my piece. You got to call into the show, man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting here, man. Phone phone call. lines open dial the number 717
0: man Jimmy J how's those Celtics working out for you man Jimmy J long time supporter <laughs> of the channel man you got to be up in, in flames right now man
1: you got to respect Jimmy J man you got to respect him he just comes back in here just still tries to still tries to to antagonize the Sixers fans but when you're when your team is as down bad as the Boston Celtics there's really nothing left for Jimmy J to say there's nothing Nothing. <laughs> man on, it's we? fun it's we? fun man as bad as the sixers can be the celtics are awful trash and now they're praying they're yeah. praying that they don't break up i have a i have a good friend that 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 was it's a celtics fan and a patriots fan and he was they're not trading jalen brown man they're not breaking up tatum and brown i'm like they have to bro what do, yeah. you what do you mean i think they have to
0: yeah i think everybody's trying to call in and everybody's saying to answer the phone.
1: (laughs) All right, let me restart the app real quick because I wasn't getting any calls.
0: My man, put them on Do Not Disturb. I'm calling. It's my 15th time. (laughs) 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 You better have something good for us, bro. Oh,
1: there we go. I had to close the app and open it again. All right, we got some calls, man. Sorry. What's going on? You're on the show.
0: What's up, man? What's up?
11: Can you hear me good? Uh, a little
0: bit. A little bit. Well, i say the
11: trade. We get De'Aaron Fox. I feel like Gallo is holding up this trade because he's asking for too much. And we don't need too much. All we need is De'Aaron Fox, Harrison Barnes, and Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley to come off the bench. Are so we going to trade him for Tobias and Simmons. So we have a starting lineup of De'Aaron Fox, Curry, Danny Green, Harrison Barnes, and Embiid. And off the bench, we'll have Maxi, Milton, Daibel, Niang, and Drummond. I kind of want to start badly at center, because Drummond be late. Um, but I well, you think mean that's at center good. off the bench? <laughs> yeah, center off the bench.
1: Okay. I think- like like, like, like Daryl Morey said, it, that looks better. Marginally better than what we look like on paper right now, but does that beat the Bucks and the Bulls and the Heat?
0: Heck no, heck no. Danny Green and Harrison Barnes, Harrison at the four. Danny Green is just oh, a spot
11: man. up shooter, and Harrison Barnes is like a—he's just a little bit worse than Tobias, just a little bit. But so we're he's getting not worse. as men, he, he's not as mentally fragile as Tobias. Tobias. The fans are getting in his head and he's just playing worse and worse. Harrison Barnes is more stable stable, like just mentally stronger, like we'll be straight. Fox is a great point guard. Like he's just on a bad team where they have where he has to share the ball with Halliburton. Then he has Mitchell coming in running point guard at the end of the game to play defense. So he's just out his his normal rhythm. That's why he's having a down season.
1: I agree with he that, but uh, you know, just, I don't, I don't think Marvin him. Bagley gives you much more than...
11: I mean, he's know, just, anyway. a, just a piece. He's just a little piece. We could develop him. He's just coming off the bench. He's probably not going to even play, but we could just develop him. We need athleticism. We, need athleticism. we can't rebound. I mean, Harrison Barnes is a better rebound than, than Tobias Harris. So we just need athleticism. Bagley will just give us more athleticism. Kirk Mons doesn't fit no more. If we could trade him for somebody else, throwing him in, he just doesn't fit no more. Right? Without him setting him up, he just chunks up threes. He can't really get a shot. We got him playing point guard now and it's just no. Like right?
1: I, I think, listen, it doesn't really matter what trade we would make. We need to think about would Daryl Morey make that trade? And he's not doing that. He already basically said he's not doing that. They, they, they got to offer more. Um, you kind of said less I, than they uh, uh,
11: I think because Darren was asking for Halliburton, which is a good defender. So the Kings are thinking if you take Halliburton, then you got to give us Seibel. That's what's messing it up. But I don't, I don't think we should get Halliburton because we have to wait for him to really become something. Fox is already there already. So because we need to win now, we can't wait for Halliburton to really get elite. We need Fox right now. Uh,
3: Fox and is the not fact elite. The,
11: I mean, he's he's a second guy. I watched Fox eat Paul George and Kawhi Leonard last year. Like destroyed him. They could not guard him. Like he's like that. He's good enough. And then we gonna be on the he's gonna be on the east. Is he's not gonna be on the west.
4: And he's just I, he's either, a
11: second I, guy now.
1: Either way, I don't think Darren Morey's doing not, it unless he gets Fox and Halliburton. So, you know, it's 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 just kinda
11: but like, you don't think that's too much? That's actually for too much.
1: That's what he's doing. He's driving up Ben Simmons' value, and the way that he said, you know, uh, players that make people happy or something like that, basically said, like you're offering us a bunch of players that don't matter. No, like he was downplaying their players and building his player up, and he's just trying to get more out of the Kings. But I don't think he's taking, I don't think he's taking it without Fox and Halliburton.
11: But Fox and Halliburton wasn't on what was reported. It was Halliburton, and Vaughn.
1: Yeah, and he said no. That's what
11: I'm saying. Yeah, but Halliburton was—I mean, Fox wasn't a part of that. I know, I know. That's what I'm
1: saying. It I'm was saying, only
11: he, because Bible was in it. I feel like he said no. He said no. We're not losing Simmons, Harris, and Bible. Like, come on. Yeah, he wants to keep Bible. Right.
1: You might
11: be right. So I'm saying, like, if he would have just like just—we don't even need um, what's the shooter name? Heal, We
0: don't need Buddy Hill. We don't.
1: You think so? No, I'm not saying we need but I don't, don't up, think so. anybody
0: raises the bar from that team. Honestly. Yeah. Um, and the Fox and Tyrese Maxey is just kind of a weird fit. I like Fox. Maxey's coming off the bench. RD, you love Maxey too much. He's not saying too much. There, you want you want Danny Green the starting lineup? Come on, man. <laughs> He's a spot shooter. He's just a up shooter, bro. At the He's three, you in the corner. Want Danny Green and Look iris Maxey on the bench next caller please you said danny green on the bench no, no I you want you danny green in the starting lineup i i knew as soon as you yeah. said that this trade was not happening this trade could not happen but danny we might as well start the process over all
6: right you bro hey we, we appreciate the danny call green? man we're, i'm
1: not trying to cut you off but we gotta get to some other calls but I don't hey, think we're all we're all we're all we're all uh we're all entitled to our I opinions, can't wait for
11: Ben Simmons get traded and he dunks on Joel Embiid. Just, uh, this is all Joel Embiid.
1: I'm not even letting him get that sentence off. I'm not even letting him get that sentence off. I, I kind of just,
0: like, soiled, like, bro, he, he was bro, 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 we, we, no, no, no.
1: bro, we were trying to be nice to you. And you're going to end the it. call by saying some nonsense <laughs> like that? I hope Ben dunks on Joel and this is Joel Embiid's fault. You just wasted six minutes of my life. You could have just said you were a fraud the first five seconds I would have hung up on you. Get the hell out of here.
0: You left them on too long. Jay Ads with the $2 <laughs> donations, his brother, trying to trade Al Horford now. He had a Celtics stink. Shout out to Heat Checks with Vic for becoming a member. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know what I just heard, bro, but Danny Green and Harrison Barnes in a starting lineup. We may as well just become the Kings at that point. I mean, what with are we the, thinking? With the-
1: with the with the call thing, like I try not to be rude and cut people off, but some people want to talk for two hours. Like, bro, you, you obviously gotta just, I got to get, get to other people.
0: Cut off, yeah. Got to. <laughs> I mean that that was something. And then and then he was a two five stand, like that. Just that was something' on the cake, man.
1: And uh, uh, Darren Fox is elite, and Tyrese Maxey is no good and yeah, should we, be coming up the bench. We don't need
0: Tyrese Halliburton, but let's keep Danny Green in the starting lineup. Wow. Maxie has – I'm too high on Maxie, but Danny Green is, uh, is a superstar.
1: Anyway, let's take another call, man. Ben Simmons dunk on Embiid. How many posters does he have in his career? I think like two. He shies away from contact every chance he gets. Not dunking on Embiid. Anyway. This
0: caller has to be good.
1: You're on the show, man. What's up?
10: <laughs> hey, what's up? It's Vic. Uh, I'm a longtime fan of RB, and uh, I'm actually not a pictures fan. Uh, just putting that out there. So, take my opinion with a grain of salt. That's good, man. Uh, I want well, the opinion.
5: That's a bit <laughs>
10: Thanks, bro. Yeah. Um, so, just have a quick question. Uh, I don't know if you guys talked about it. I just came out of work, so I'm um, coming into the lane. I started touching the But what would you say is, like, the plan B, hypothetically, if Ben doesn't get moved at the trade deadline?
0: Well, <sighs> the plan B, I guess, is to – what everybody thinks try to somehow boost him up in the off season but i just don't even see that happening in my eyes there is no plan b honestly <laughs> like but um i think Maury wants to like cat- if he doesn't move him i think he's going to try to move him in the off season and do everything he can to just like spike up the the rumors out of nowhere but it's just going to be hard man yeah i mean that's a good
10: uh, i mean that's like something that's been talked about but I mean, just thinking in my perspective, why not just treat Ben Simmons as, not necessarily like, okay, so the plan A is to get Ben Simmons as, you know, for a superstar, right? That's like what a lot of Pictures fans would want. But for me, like, kind of looking in other ways, like, why not just treat the whole Ben Simmons trade as a salary dump? You know, this is a fucking, uh, sorry, I'll <laughs> I'm not sure if you want to put this. This is a freaking guy that, um, you know, doesn't bring the hustle and refuses to shoot the ball and even make free throws and bring in the playoffs, right? So why not just salary dump and try to bring in not necessarily role players, but, um, I don't know. Cause uh, I guess to bring in my perspective, I'm a, I'm a key fan. Uh, one player that, uh, has the highest potential to be traded is Duncan Robinson. And he has, I think he has a lot of potential to help you guys uh, stretch the floor. Um, and I'm not saying, again, to uh, Miami wants Ben Simmons. Maybe do like a three-team trade and then bringing Duncan into Philly and having him be like a floor stretcher, uh, spread the offense for Embiid and maybe Maxi. I mean, uh, what do you guys think about something like that?
1: I think Duncan Robinson isn't even in the starting lineup for the Miami Heat. Um, and I mean, that's just – if we're talking about players not moving the needle – Good shooter, but, you know, you can find just good shooters all over
0: the place. I think Jimmy Butler would request a trade if 2-5 ended up in Miami. <laughs> That's true, <No>. too. Yeah. <laughs> I would 100% agree
10: with <laughs> you. Yeah, Ben's not yeah, yeah. There's no yeah, way. But, uh, yeah, he was not. He's not the team culture I
1: Ben would love to be in Miami, by the way. He would love it. He would be the man on oh, South he Street. Loved
10: it, but he loved, uh, yeah, on South Beach. Yeah, Totally. No, but Pat Riley would not would just hang up the phone if Maury called me, like, Hey, you want Ben? Pat would just hang up the phone as soon as you heard Ben and just hang up the
1: phone like <laughs> Yeah, he ain't taking that, man. Hey, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Vic. Yeah, you
10: guys have a good night. Bye. Later. Dude, yeah,
0: man. Kendra, the five dollar donation says, I don't think we need an A plus player, we need a B like Middleton. Let Joel be the superstar and put shooters beside him. I agree with that. I I think that could work with how great Joel is. I agree.
1: That's what I mean. You don't need a superstar. You need, you know, you need a Chris Middleton. Yeah. You need is Chris Middleton an all star without Giannis? You know what I mean? So yeah, like Joe and could make a fringe all star player look like an all star because he's going to command that attention. You just need a guy of, on that caliber.
0: Uh, I mean, I I would like it's a not super- Duncan
1: Robinson though. <laughs> no, it's not.
0: I would like a superstar. I just don't see one being available. You know. So I I just. I'm fine with going that route for sure. Uh, shout out to I Mag- like
1: an outside perspective, but to just salary dump Ben Simmons, that doesn't do yeah, anything I mean, for you.
0: Yeah, We're trying to win now, so that's just not really an option. Uh, Magic Tricks with the $5 donation says, Welcome back, DJ. We missed you. Sixers, uh, Sabonis, Halliburton, Barnes, healed. Pacers, 2-5, Bagley, Green, Tristan Thompson, Kings, Turner, Lavert and Tobias.
1: Wait, the Pacers make a trade and get Bagley, Green, and Tristan Thompson
0: in return? Bro, come on, man. Wait, but 2-5, too. You know?
1: Oh, I missed 2-5. Okay, I was like, what? Okay, Ben Simmons. Oh, uh, I mean, none of those are good fits, man. Oh, my God, that's a horrible. Ben, Danny Green, <laughs> Bagley, and Tristan Thompson. Yikes. Dude. Uh, And we take on Sabonis, who's just going to be a terrible fit next to Embiid, I think. It's just too, it's so complicated no matter what you try to do.
0: Yeah. Could see Sabonis uh, in Sacramento though, definitely.
1: Yeah, Sabonis is another player that, man, he just has to, you know, he's got to be yeah. on the right team with the right players around him. I don't think you can play Sabonis. I don't think it's smart to try that.
0: Yeah, I know. mean, they've, they've been talking about Fox and Sabonis swapping. So, I mean, you could definitely link up in that kind of trade and, and move to five and get the guys that apparently everybody wants. So... I mean it'd be interesting, but
1: I love Sabonis, but I think it's finally time to try Joel Embiid with mm-hmm. you know higher level ball handling shooters and yeah. not a not a power forward under the rim. Yeah,
0: I agree. Jay Abs with the two dollar donations. Let's bring Jimmy back to Philly. Yeah, that would never happen, unfortunately. <laughs> I wish. I wish, but
1: we had the chance, man. You could have just fired Brett Brown on the spot. You could have said Jimmy. You and Embiid on the same team is a dream pairing. We will do whatever you want right now. We'll fire Brett Brown this second. We'll trade Ben Simmons right now. We'll do whatever you want to stay here. But they didn't. They chose an inexperienced coach who was going nowhere and a bum basketball player that's not even playing now.
0: Yep. Duncan with the super chesses. We got Charlie Brown. Trade him for Lucy or Linus. (laughs) Should we take another call? One more? Do you want to do one more? All right, one more. I don't know if I can take it. Don't give me Danny Green and Harrison Barnes start line. What's going
1: on?
8: You're on the show. Yo, yo, what's up, what's up? What's up, man? Hey, man, DJ Eastwood, I haven't heard from you in a minute. What, what happened? I thought like you, um, you stopped doing YouTube or something. Bro,
1: I was scared. No, I had a, a little bit of a copyright issue with uh, the intro song, so that's why the, the, the new intro is No Mother Intros.
8: I heard you, I heard you. Yeah. Hey, man, what, what, what's wrong with Danny Green, man? I don't I don't get it, man. I thought he was a superstar or something. You don't need Danny Green no more? Or how do you guys, like, do you guys feel like, uh, in all honesty, though, like, do you guys feel that if this deal doesn't go through that we're just screwed in the future? Or how do you guys see this playing out in the end? Because like you guys said, I don't think the Kings, I don't think they got anything that we can really use to really like advanced position. positioning, so I'm kind of scared for the team right now. Like Joel Embiid is averaging damn near 29 points, and I don't think, besides something happening with like a big, big playoff push, I don't think this team is going to win the playoffs. I don't think they're going to win in the finals. And I don't even think they're going to go past the second round. So how do you guys see this playing out? Because I've been listening to you guys this whole time, and I'm I'm really starting to panic a little bit.
1: If it goes past the trade deadline, I think you're just throwing this season away. And then I think you can make it you can still make a deal in the off season. I don't think we're screwed for the future. I think that's what Daryl Morey's scared to do is to make the wrong trade and then not have that option in the offseason, which still gives me, you know, anxiety that he's gonna wait till the offseason. Uh but Dan, you weren't being serious about Danny Green, were you?
8: No, no I was, I was going <laughs> like, No, hell no, hell no, hell no. I heard, I heard, um, what was it? I heard that last boy talking about Danny Green and then he was talking about Ben Simmons dunking on Joel Embiid. I was like, what the hell? I was confused a little bit on the end, but, um, no, I was I was playing about the Danny Green thing. But so let's say Joel Embiid at this point, doesn't he get a little bit tired and frustrated? Cause at this point it's not fair to him. Like he's, he's having a great season. And in all honesty, if he was on any other team right now, he would be a title favorite. Um, but, kind of doing this on a routine basis and not really having a big feature in the end. Like what, 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 how long does he hold up with this until he kind of gets frustrated or do you guys just think that he's six years until the future at the end?
1: what do you think?
0: I, I think he's very much frustrated. I think he's a classy guy. Um, and I, I don't think he's going to say much, but he's definitely pissed off. He's been throwing subliminals. Um, but yeah, something's gotta happen. If it doesn't, I, I think he's gonna get really pissed off, honestly, because he's displaying greatness and he can't waste it.
1: Yeah, I think he I think if it goes past the trade deadline that this offseason would be the final straw for Joel Embiid. He'd be like, All right, listen, I just played at an MVP level again, and you guys still aren't giving me anything. Yeah. Yeah,
8: yeah. So my last thing, my last thing, um, about the trade. I, I think I don't think there's anything really wrong with De'Aaron Fox. I mean, I know people love team, but I don't think he's at that point yet. I think De'Aaron Fox can give us something, to be honest. He's he's a 20-point average. Like, he averaged 20 points. And I know he's on the Kings, but I I don't think Maxine is right now at that point where he's, like, a sustainable number two. I think if you get De'Aaron Fox, that's a bigger upgrade than Maxine. And he can still come off the bench as long as we don't have to give him up. I think that we can go for De'Aaron Fox. I don't think he's, like – like, the way I'm hearing people talk about him, it's like he's damn near, like – I don't even know, like – People are acting like he's just a scrub or something like that. He's just averaging 20 on a bad team. I mean, technically he is, but I think he's a young player. He's only 24, 25, right? Like, I think he's he can be a little bit of an upgrade on Maxine. And for this season, I think that's going to be good enough because Brooklyn, they got their own little situation. Milwaukee's still not the same team that it was last year. I think this is probably the best year to, like, go for it if we are going to go for it and not just keep – Bad, not just waiting during the year, you know
1: what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think, yeah. I think Darren Fox looked better last season than he does this season. I think this season he's totally yeah. over the Kings. And if you hear him talk about the Kings in some of his post-game interviews, he's just he's just totally like, you know, he's probably just ready to get traded and move on to a different team. So the what he looks like right now might not be his, you know, ceiling. Yeah. Yeah.
8: So, All right, I'll let you
1: boys go, man. Thanks for the call, man. Thanks, man
0: yeah i i don't know i i don't see the sixers then moving maxi back to the bench i think that would hurt his confidence and i just don't see it happening it just wouldn't make much sense for me but
1: yeah i don't think i don't think fox moves the needle enough for you to move maxi to the bench you know i don't think he's putting you over the hump you're not you're not you can't picture De'Aaron fox hitting big shots in the playoffs can you i mean maybe 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 you can i don't know but I don't think that. what we all need to continue to ask ourselves is, would Daryl Morey do that? And the answer is no. Yeah,
0: I mean, I I could see him developing into a great player, but again, it's just just an awkward fit with Maxie. Um, Who knows? Maybe he could reroute him. I have no clue. Shot at the Vic with a $10 donation. Says, with Portland's defensive troubles and Blazers management desperate to keep Lillard, do you think Norman Powell could be a good fit with Philly and 2-5 with Portland? I don't think that deal would happen like that. Maybe CJ McCollum. Uh, but yeah, Norman Powell will be a good role player on this team.
1: Desperate to keep Lillard. You think Norman Powell will be a good fit with Philly Ben, just for Norman Powell. Yeah, I, no, I yeah. wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't do that either. Yeah. If you're talking CJ and Norman Powell and maybe draft picks, like you got to uh, again, we got to think about everything. Daryl Morey has been asking for in return for Ben Simmons. Yeah. But yeah, I think Norman Powell will be a good fit if he's part of a package. Yeah. I um, think
0: McCollum would be great next to Maxie. I really do.
1: Yeah, I love C.J. McCollum. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it would be good. But And Powell could honestly play some of the two and three as well. So who knows? But uh, that's yeah, the thing, man. Yeah, Portland's,
1: Portland's someone we haven't talked about. They they got to make some moves too, man. And, yeah, the, you know, you haven't heard anything from them, but they might do something like that at, at, closer to the trade deadline because
0: yeah. they're tricky, man. And Dame
1: said he would like to play with Ben Simmons, apparently.
0: Yeah, but who knows what Dame wants? He's going to be probably out the rest of the year. Like, Blazers are tricky, man. They really are. It's true. I hate it. But anyway, coming up on two hours, shout out to everybody for being in here, man. We still got 450 in the chat. Hit that like wherever you're watching, man. Hit the subscribe. We're bringing you consistent Sixers coverage. Shout out to all the callers. You know, we were playing around with some of you guys, but we're always wow. having fun man Yeah, i mean
1: you know when you call if you call the show and and say something we're gonna agree or disagree with it if somebody gets you know the dude yeah. got a little bit mad that, that we didn't agree with what he said and then he wouldn't shut up and then he was in the chat like you guys ain't shit for hanging up on me you wanted to talk for eight minutes and you were saying the same thing over and over and it was it's um we, we weren't gonna agree with it what do you want from okay. us
0: hey we all got own <laughs> opinion. we're just you know playing some fun at the end of the day, we got to hope a trade happens. This was a very interesting time, especially with what we heard. I'm definitely going to listen back to that again. Um, I thought it was a great interview. And shout out to Seth with the $2 donation says, should be a crime to not get Joel and beat some help. I agree 100%. We, we can't wait, man. We got to make this happen at the deadline. And if we don't... Oh, man. I'm going to be very depressed if it doesn't happen. I, w- I will be depressed. In fact... I I don't know. I'm going to have to think of something if we we don't make a trade because that would just be pretty much disrespecting this team. But trying to get this over with. Uh, But, yeah, shout out to everybody in the chat, man. DJ, thanks for coming on again. Well, both of us coming on and just, you know, let us know if you guys enjoyed this, man. I definitely enjoyed it. Definitely uh, heard some things I did not expect to hear, but it was a good time, man.
1: Ben Simmons will never dunk on Joel Embiid. No.
0: No. Yeah, man. This was cool. Thanks,
1: everyone, for coming through, man.
0: Shout out to you guys. Have a great one. Catch y'all on the next one. Have a great night, everybody. Peace.